Welcome to the Free and Fearless podcast, where we talk about having more freedom and income than you know what to do with, creating digital products that people love, and making offers that practically sell themselves, all while serving your purpose and living your best life. Hey, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 48 of the show. I hope you're doing great. The summer in Europe has started and everyone here is enjoying life to the fullest. I'm actually creating this episode a day later than expected because I just came back from a long weekend in Paris and I'm now catching up with work. And the one I'm going to release next week is all about taking a sabbatical in your business in a way that makes you feel good and without stressing. It's coming right before the first days of July, so quite on time if you're about to travel somewhere for a longer period of time and are worried whether you'll have a business when you come back to, so stay tuned for that. Today I want to talk about email marketing and mostly why you need an email list. I'll share examples that relate to an online course business, but of course I highly recommend this for every online business model. So if you're wondering whether you should build and grow an email list or not, or if you've been neglecting your existing one for a long time now, let me remind you of the wild benefits it has for your business and how you can use it to scale, serve people and form real relationships. One of my favorite things about email marketing is that people voluntarily opt in to receive your emails. This is permission marketing. You get their consent. They want to hear from you and they decide when to open an email and whether or not to click any links in it. They can also unsubscribe at any moment. As someone who's been subscribed to plenty of newsletters over the years, I love this. As the person sending the emails, I also understand why it works and is genuine from a business standpoint. And while you can still get pushy with many emails or annoy people if you go off topic or only promote things, it can't be compared to paid ads that follow us everywhere online, to sales emails from people we've never heard of before and who somehow got to our inbox, and so on. Another benefit is that numbers don't lie. Email marketing has existed since 1978 and has never stopped growing. You probably don't know many people without an email, and even the youngest of them use it often. Social media hasn't replaced it. All top companies rely strongly on the email list, and the return on investment is massive. For every $1 you spend, you can expect a return of $42. Of course, you want to make sure you only get the right people on your email list, not just everyone. And that can happen by having a freebie, also called a lead magnet, that is on just the right topic related to your niche and which is connected to your paid offer, your course or any other product you have or which you plan to release in the future. You want to only attract to your email list the people most interested in your work and in what you have to say. And ideally, many of them will become your paid clients at some point. The moment they're on your email list, they're in your sales funnel. So this is another benefit I consider important the raw email marketing place in your sales. The top of the funnel is your free content. It's how you create awareness and how people find you. Then comes the interest phase, which can be when people sign up to your email list by grabbing your freebie, and from then on, you nurture that relationship through newsletters, which are just emails you send to your audience regularly and by providing value in any way you can. Eventually, you present your offer to people, can share case studies, the sales page, maybe offer a free trial or else. This is the stage in which you create desire. And finally, 
there is action. The moment someone pays for your product. And this is the goal of your whole sales funnel. To get people from awareness to action. The next reason why you need an email in your course business is because that's one of the best ways to form real connections with people. Emails are personal and private. People also get the chance to respond and hear from you whenever they feel like. And while messages on socials can feel that need too, it's just not the same. Add to that the fact that you can do some awesome things using your email marketing platform, such as segmenting users so that different groups of people can receive different updates or promos based on their interests, sending automated welcome or follow-up emails to core students because your course platform and your email software can be connected, using personalization, sending abandonment card emails, tracking clicks, and resending campaigns to only those who click the link, and so much more. Another fun benefit for me is that email is probably the most reliable way to connect with your audience. I've never relied fully on socials, and I remember when Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were down last year, and many businesses were affected. But then I could still email my audience, share new content, some inspiration, and updates. Email hasn't disappointed me so far, and I've been using it for quite some time now. You own your list, just like you own your website. No one can take that away from you. You don't rely on algorithms for email list. You can also use it for different purposes, such as getting traffic to your blog or podcast, getting in touch with subscribers, making sales, asking for testimonials and feedback, serving your audience, validating an idea for a new product, sharing what is on your mind, and anything else. I've heard marketing experts say time and time again that email marketing outperforms any other strategies they use, that is the most reliable sales, communication, and customer acquisition channel, and its growth is predictable, which makes it more powerful than social media and the like. Most business owners only regret not building the email list earlier. This marketing channel also has a lower cost compared to others. There are plenty of measures to track, and you can do that easily from your email marketing provider's dashboard. Now, you might be wondering how to get started with email marketing, what tool to use, what next steps to take, and how often to send emails. So let me share some tips. For a start, you need an email marketing provider, and this is a paid tool. You need it because it's what lets you send private mass emails, create automations, landing pages and opt-in forms, organize and manage your subscribers, get reports and analyze the data so you can improve your growth rate, and even create sales funnels. If you're looking for a recommendation, mine would be ConvertKit. It's what I've been using and loving for a few years now. I was initially using MailChimp back in the day, and for free, because I didn't have many subscribers. And I was hearing about ConvertKit all the time, but didn't switch for a long time, because of the cost, and wanting to avoid using a new tool as there is a learning curve. Once I did switch though, it was easy and the features I got access to made it all worth it. My email list is my biggest asset and it was when I switched to ConvertKit that I began taking it more seriously, putting more thought into my weekly newsletter, creating automated email sequences, using email for my launches and so much more. This platform, was a big step to taking my whole business to the next level. 
If you want to check it out and even try it for free for two weeks, you can find my partner link in the show notes. Your next steps, once you have signed up for an email marketing provider, are to create your lead magnet, have an opt-in form for it, embed it on your website so that people can start signing up and set things up in a way that they can get immediate access to the freebie, an automated welcome email maybe, and a follow-up sequence where you nurture that subscriber with a few more emails. I teach all this in my program for course creators, Bold Business School, so if you're interested, you can get on the waitlist at boldbusinessschool.com slash waitlist. Once you have a way to get subscribers, you can also send them weekly newsletters. I found out that once a week is a good option. It's not too much, and yet people hear from you often enough not to forget you. And you keep providing value and forming a relationship with them. Now what day and time you choose for your newsletters is up to you. And I suggest you test a few versions. I send mine in the early afternoon on Tuesdays my time, but I'm in Europe, so in the US this is morning. Make sure you keep time zones in mind and send emails according to the time zone of your target audience. If you have any questions about email marketing, ConvertKit, or anything else, reach out on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. I'll release more episodes on that in the future, but for now, I just wanted to show you why your email list matters that much and what having an engaged one can do for your online course business. Have a beautiful rest of the week and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. If you loved what you heard, please tell me what your biggest breakthrough was. Share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Let's Read Success. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you want to work with me, go to letsreadsuccess.com courses to see what I offer. Thanks for tuning in again and I'll see you next time.